This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. Let's get into the good stuff. The other stuff is so available on tap all the time <laughs> that this is the safe space, all right? And usually we like to start it with some interesting happenings and some good news and life-affirming, interesting facts that are happening in the world. We hit the headlines. <laughs> to the show and Drew's news with me at the desk is the best co-pilot in the biz. It's Rusty Ross oh, Matthews. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first up, we're kicking it off with Pete Davidson because why not? Everybody uh -huh. loves talking about him. So much so that it's just like everyone's like, there's something about Pete. You know, it's Pete fever. And BuzzFeed collected a sample of reasons from the internet. And here's one. Okay, here's a quote. He seems like the kind of guy who isn't afraid to hold a woman's purse. Yes. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. I know that's important for some women. For some women, yeah. I think it's sweet. In my case, it'd be like, do you want to sport my Jansport backpack? <laughs> um, another one, he has a good relationship with his mom. I do like this one. Majorly important. To yeah. love your mom. Yeah. It really is. Totes. I know. It does. You don't have to have had a great relationship with your mom to be someone great in the future. Mm -hmm. That doesn't have to be your journey, but we love that he loves his mom. I think they live together in Staten Island. Isn't that the truth? Okay, that might be going farther. <laughs> but they did at one point. You know what? It's working for him. That's all we need to know. Mm -hmm. He's basically the golden retriever of men. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess that means loyal, lovable. Yeah, trainable. 
<laughs> and uh, finally, they, someone said he's like a dirty string bean with the mouth of a trucker. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was an exciting requirement in the dating world. There, there is something about him, right? And it's so funny how much debate he just causes in general. The fact that he dates the most beautiful, famous women in the world. But can you imagine every, you're Pete Davidson, and every TV show you turn on, every magazine is like debating whether or not you're attractive. Or like, what is it? Like, I kind of get it though. Like, do, do you, people have Pete fever. Do you, do you think you have Pete fever? I just love men who are funny. And I do know a bunch of people who know him and work with him. And everyone, I'm very kind of reputation oriented as sure. far as behavior at work. Mm -hmm. So I am always curious about how people conduct themselves. And every report about him is just what a lovely person he is. Funny, thoughtful, mm -hmm. thorough, kind, just exemplary behavior. You know what, Pete Davidson, you gotta come here and hang out with us. We wanna get to <gasps> know you way, a little bit. Oh my God! Please. Pete. Right? Oh, we love you! We do love you. I'll get a neck tattoo. Just for you. I am in. Oh, that uh, would be a delight okay. like no other. Well, that's an invite, Pete. See you soon. All right, <laughs> next up, we all love a good puffer, a puffer jacket, you know, uh, to get us through the cold months. You guys, it's cold out there. But is a puffer appropriate in every scenario? Well, it's the great debate. Well, it can feel like a very casual coat. Vogue reports that celebs are insisting that a puffer is perfect for any occasion. Hmm. Take a look, here's Rihanna and Kim K in a puffer okay. on the streets of New York. They look chic. Billie Eilish, here she is working the red carpet in a big this old puffer. This one I love. And I think it's because it gives me color. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Color little, changes everything. A little structure too. What about Lil, Lil Nas X? Uh, he's very, right, I love. <laughs> That's well, what that I wear. Your friend? Yes. Oh, I just love him. Me too. Now, are you, you strike me as someone who would wear a puffer. Do you know what? I am not a puffer <gasps> fan. Really? I feel like it, it thickens me up, mm. you know? It's like strapping a bunch of like steaks and not in that good Lady Gaga way. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it just makes me feel like, and this is how I feel in a puffer. Yeah. Okay, I'm walking around, I'm in a jacket, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Here's me in a puffer. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I think, you have got to really have a certain body type. You've got to have certain accessories. When you're looking at Rihanna and Kim K, mm -hmm. they are, they've got leather going on mm -hmm. with that puffer. They've got headdresses and adornments. And, um, but what you need to do when it comes to a puffer is don't get that box shape. That's not flattering on anyone. No. Find one that has a looser, more flowy uh, fabric to it. Um, or has a cinched in waist. Otherwise, you're gonna look like the Michelin Man. Totally. How many people get that reference? Totally, hello. Clap if you know the Michelin Man. Yes. <laughs> Do you think, have you ever seen me in a puffer jacket? I, I don't think I have, Rossi. Do you do puffers? I would rather die than wear a puffer jacket. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do you know how much work I've done on my body trying to get healthy and I'm gonna put eight feet of puffer jacket on? I do not think so, madam. This is exactly my point. Thank you. Is that you work hard on yourself and, and then you, you add tires around your body. <laughs> you look like the state puff marshmallow man at the end of Ghostbusters. Who looks exactly like the Michelin man exactly. in my point. Exactly, thank the you point. so All much. Right. We agree. I we didn't agree. know we agree. High five. You know, we are the living example of we don't always agree, but we get along like two little peas in a pod. <laughs>
Well, I want your take on this. Okay. Metro is asking this question. Is it curtains um, for the voicemail? Ooh. Now, I'm excited to hear your guys' feelings and thoughts about this because it's no secret that people are now texters rather than voicemailers. And one study found 75% of millennials will avoid phone calls at all costs. Funny how a ring used to be like, ooh, and now it's like, ah! Yeah. Um, voicemail haters say they are too long, take up too much time, just send me a text. While voicemail lovers say they're more personal and you can actually hear the tone of the voice of the person on the other end, which you don't get in a text. But by the way, they're also leaving out the fact that now voice memos on text are like all the rage, especially in the dating world. Mm, really? Oh yeah, it's Hansel, it's so hot right now. So you would rather text somebody that you're, you'd rather voice text someone you're dating so you can do it Clap like, of hands, who knows about this new phenomenon of voice texting? But yeah, the kids know, these people know. And I think the reason people also so love it is the phenomenon is doesn't it disappear in 24 hours as well? Oh, ooh, so you can you can say what you want to say. It's just a little floating treat that won't last yeah. too long. Well, you know, I don't even call people anymore without texting first. You know what I mean? I text like, can you talk? And then I call right. uh, because and I I feel like who did, who just picks up the phone and calls somebody anymore? That's like what our forefathers did. You just like <laughs> don't. It's you know I I just I like the little heads up before Clap the ring of hands. Who wants voicemail to just go away? <laughs> it is funny, and I do believe because of the proximity, we've never been this close, even though we're so far. When people ring you up. FaceTime you, text you, call you, it's in your hand. So I think there's like a physical, whoa! Yeah. Like, it's not your phone on the wall and it's not a letter you're opening. Like, we are literally living in the day and age where like, it feels like a whoa moment. Yeah. You know what it's else? It's a psychology. I just, it just reminded me when you're talking, it's like, do you remember when the phone used to ring in the house, the landline, and then you would be in your bedroom and be like, who's it for? Like, someone else would answer it and then wait, wait, and they'd be like, Ross, phone's for you. And it'd be so exciting. The phone's for me. I'm going to go downstairs. And who's it going to be? And hello. Oh, that was fun. I also um, kind of miss like emergency breakthroughs oh. on the phone. Remember those? That's so old school. I know. They were terrifying, but exciting at the same time. Yeah, if I called my friend and it was busy, you could call the operator and be like, I have to get through. And they'd be like, excuse me, the emergency call from Ross. And then, Ross, what's wrong? I'd be like, nothing. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, okay, well, guess what? We're more connected than ever, and um, it's just nice to know that somebody really even wants to contact you. Why don't we just take it as a win and call it a day? I'll take that, All right. Drew. I'll take that. We'll be Good right back. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this, all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. 
Well, we all know, we all know with new relationships, you have to look out for what? Red flags, right? But now experts say you got to watch out for pink flags too. What? The Daily Mail reports pink flags are the earlier signs that the person you're dating may not be right for you. Hmm. Okay, they're like a, a little less than a red flag, but they're as important. Listen to this. You, maybe they don't take pictures with you, right? Which thinks, pink flag, maybe he's hiding you from social media. Uh, or what if you guys are watching a lot of TV together every time you're hanging out? Maybe you've run out of things to talk about, pink flag. Mm. How about this one? Uh, you're a few months in, but you haven't met his friends or family yet. Is that a pink flag? I would argue that any pink flag is like a diet red flag. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's almost there. It's probably not good for you. And it's on its way to becoming a red flag. What do you well, think? Well, I guess it would sort of depend on your own personal criteria. If I was to date anyone, I want to watch TV and movies and eat on the couch and hang out. And I don't think it means we have anything less to talk about. Cause I also like to go to museums and go to walks. And you know, I have a full life and a full uh -huh. character to bring to the situation, but I really like my cozy time. So don't tell me that makes us boring. Cause that's my happy place. I understand. I like that too. But, but so I'm going to be very clear about the differences. Like a red flag is, you know, he's a convicted killer, right? Red flag. <laughs> A pink, a pink flag, like watch out. A pink flag is like, oh, I sneezed and you didn't say bless you. You know oh. what I'm saying? But is that is that on its way? By the to way, that is weird. When people got clap of hands, who would be slightly miffed if you sneezed and your partner didn't say bless you? Because it's just a, a gentle nicety. It is. You know, when Wally and I first started dating, one time he sneezed, and I was like in the middle of cooking or something, he goes, hello, I sneezed. And I was like, oh, bless you, bless you. You waved a little pink flag yeah, and said, sorry. Like, but towards myself, I was like, that's a pink flag, so you need to Here is where up. I would say, if I was dating someone and they didn't want to go to museums and take walks and explore and read books and like do these other things too, that is a pink flag. That is, I think pink flags are things you can adjust. You can bring up, talk about and kind of fix them, but red flags are like deal breakers. I do agree with that. What if you would say like, hey, could we do these other things as well? Totes. And then the red flag would be if he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I really do think that in dating, it's really nice for both partners. It does not have to be a gender thing, but just for both partners to come to the table with some ideas of something to do oh, that yeah. day or that weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, I found this new restaurant on Eater or, you know, hey, there's this new exhibit that opened up. I just, just give me, like, we should, we should give ideas to each other. You know, it occurs to me right now, you would be a lot of fun to date because you're so interested in things that you would say, hey, do you want, not me because I'm exhausted. I'd be like, no, let's stay home. I have so much 90 day to catch up on. But you'd want to be like, I want to go to this new museum. I want to do this thing. I think, I think you'd be really good at dating. I'm a seeker. Yeah. I am. Thank yeah. you. I, I really mean that. But I love a good, Anyone who can't get off the treadmill and doesn't want to sit and park it in front of like a binge-worthy show, it's, that's exhausting. Yeah. The not meeting your family pink flag, mm -hmm. I think that almost has like a time, like how close are they with their family? Mm -hmm. Have they introduced other people? Is there a reason? Like that I think takes layers to kind of get into. Oh, yeah. And then the whole social media thing, 
It's like, honey, if you're basing your worth on their social media approach to you, forget about it. Forget about it. That one is a no-go. But if he's not introducing you to his friends or family, something's going on. The friends is different than family. You think? I think, yes, absolutely. If they What's will never important? bring you out. Well, I think the family, it depends. If you're one of those people that kind of has like some type of emotional baggage about introducing a partner to your family, then it becomes a heavy thing for that person. You kind of got to figure that out with them. But if they never introduce you to their friends, that means they're not bringing you into other areas of their life. And that, to me, is a pink flag. Well, I think it's a pink flag because they're worried about what their friends are gonna tell you, that maybe they got other flags all around, if you know what I mean. <laughs> all right, well, this is a really disgusting story. Oh, fun. Okay, <clears throat> so buckle up because <laughs> Anyone who hates making your bed, you're gonna love this one. Oh my gosh, it's my least favorite thing to do is make the bed. Well, a Washington Post writer named John Kelly is totally with you if you're not a tidy bed maker because he has begrudgingly made his bed for his entire life to make his wife happy, <laughs> but he recently found out a scientific research that says you should not make your bed. Really? You're not gonna believe the reason. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. This is so weird. Okay. It's from London Kingston's University. It shows that leaving the bed unmade and the sheets exposed to light is your best defense against microscopic dust mites. Oh no. Basically, if you make the bed and it's nice and warm and dark in there, real taut and tight, then it creates a little kingdom for these little mites. Oh God. It's like a dust mite kingdom in your bed. No, it's not. And if you just keep it all aired out and light and air, that's the way to eradicate that. Uh, I, don't even, I, don't even, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think that there's microscopic dust mites in my bed, in your bed, not my bed. <laughs> not my bed. There's a lot of animals in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah, I bet there is some crazy stuff in my bed. <laughs> I mean, that just makes like, my insides go blah, 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 right? Well, here's the good news. For anyone who doesn't want to make their bed, congratulations. Yes. You You're now winning. have a reason. We'll be right back. You have an excuse. I don't want that. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stuart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stuart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. Stuart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. Available on Amazon.com today. Hi Drew, I'm Tibay Atkins and I'm America's youngest certified yoga teacher. When I started on my mission, I was just six years old. At the time, my mom was just diagnosed with stage three non-consciousness lymphoma cancer. It wasn't until after she beat cancer that she was first introduced to yoga. She couldn't walk on her own. She couldn't bend or straighten her knees. Afterwards, she was back to her healthy, happy self, but even better. My mom inspires me because she's such a strong and loving person. Uh, to me and to everyone, she always made sure to help out any families who couldn't afford yoga classes, free yoga to cancer patients and survivors. So selfless, so generous, really inspired me to do the same. So my mom and I started traveling the country taking yoga teacher trainings. 
I started teaching my own classes when I was 10 years old. I'm now 500 hour vinyasa certified and have almost 1,000 hours of teacher training experience. One piece of advice that I would give for other people who are trying to share their mission and use their voice is to just not stop sharing what you believe in. Even if people tell you that you shouldn't talk about it or if it's not really a popular belief, just keep on using your voice. Thank you, Drew. It's a recipe. Ta-da! desk and into the kitchen, <laughs> me and Ross and Ross Mavios, because it's time for a recipe. Yay! All right. Um, you know it's cold outside and there's nothing better on a weekend when it's cold than making a stew. Am I right, everybody? A soup where you can put whatever you have in the fridge in it and keep it cooking for a few hours. Uh, we're going to make today something I call a stew berry more. <laughs> yes! I named it after my friend, Drew. Well, you've already started it off. First of all, thank you. I really love that name. Uh, yeah, me too. I love a hearty stew, too. And you're already starting with a fantastic mirepoix. Yeah, so I already browned some, uh, like, uh, stew meat, you know, some uh, steak here. I browned it earlier into some olive oil. But then in the same pan, with a little more oil, I do the mirepoix, the garlic, the onion, the celery. Mm. I'm going to put a little salt and pepper in here as well. And then I always like a little heat in my food, just a little bit. So I'm doing some crushed red pepper. Hey, something else I add in here, it's one of your favorite ingredients too, celery salt. It's my favorite! There's something about it, it's just celery seed mixed with salt, but it's grassy, a little bitter, kind of sweet too. It adds depth to everything. Grassy is the perfect description. Absolutely. So now that these are sort of sweated through, I'm gonna add some garlic. And the reason I add this later is because garlic can burn if you're not careful. And I know like nasty. All right, well, now we're gonna take our beef stock, and this is just, what is this, four cups or so. Mix this in once, once the um, onions are translucent. And then are you ready for my mom's tip? My mom made the best stew in the entire world. There we are together, my mom. And she taught me uh, something that does, like it takes stew to the next level, you guys. Look at this. This is V8 juice. <gasps> and wait till you taste what this does to our stew. Well, first of all, I'm so excited to bring your mom here into the I kitchen, know. Rossi. I know, that, you know, this, this is something we would make um, a lot. She, she hated wasting, so she would always use the vegetables, and she was like such a hearty chef, not fancy, but just like always cooked with love. And so I taste, I taste her when I cook stuff like this. And you, she raised you with oh, so much love. Thank you, thank you, you know how much I love her. Mm, thank you. She oh, did don't get me such going. a good job raising you, and you carry her love. You carry her heart in your heart, and we all get to reap the benefits of all that goodness between you and your mom. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't that funny? I think we can all relate. Food does that, right? It brings memories back, senses back, and it can bring people back sometimes, you Absolutely. know, just a little bit. Absolutely. Okay, now give me a tissue, and we're going to keep cooking. Okay, I'm going to add some... Um, Frozen peas, I love doing frozen peas because they defrost in like 10 seconds when you put them. And then there's just this, this burst of brightness in, in the stew. Um, so now, this is normally when you would add like your potatoes or your noodles. Yep. But I don't know if you noticed, hi, I'm trying. I'm in the fight, I'm working it out. And so, oops, I'm also spilling. Okay, instead of a noodle or potato, what about this? Just some white beans. Oh, Drew's spilling. I don't want you to slip. Thank you so much. 
Can you guys look at her underneath the table? Thank you. That's a friend, man. That is a friend. Rossi's not slipping on my watch. <laughs> All right, thank you. Well, what I have here, white beans. So instead of the potato or noodle, and these have actual like nutrients, they're good for you. They're not a complex carb. Is this a cannellini? It's a cannellini. I like a cannellini. All right. it's, a, it's, a, it's actually two cans of cannellini, and I left some of the bean juice in there. Why? That's what I was gonna ask you. Do you juice or no juice? Uh, in, in this scenario, if I'm making like a bean salad or something, I take the juice out. But in this scenario, that starchy bean juice thickens up the stew. Yeah, it does. Let's add our um, beef back in now. And this is my favorite part. You're just gonna stir it, put a lid on, and walk away for a couple hours with this on low. So we actually have a pot here that's been cooking for a couple hours, and you can see, look how thick and yummy this looks, you guys. So spoon yourself up a nice bowl. This is so gorgeous. I can't believe I'm lucky enough to eat this recipe. Well, thank you so much. And, and you'll notice here, I just finished it. I finish it with a little sour cream and some chives. Oh yeah, I got right in on that. And, and now I have to taste my I, mom's trick. Ready? Make sure we blow on it before oh, we yeah. burn our mouths. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even have to say it, I, I already know. <laughs> well, what's funny is, um, not only am I so happy to taste a recipe, but honor your mom. Yeah, I'm happy to have this memory with you. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Mm. Now, of course, you can make this recipe yourself. You visit thedrewberrymarshow.com for the full recipe and cozy up with a bowl. We'll be right back. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. See for smart energy. Stay focused. The king of kindness with nearly, get ready for this, a billion views. On TikTok, he's made it his mission to help strangers in need while encouraging others to do the same. But he does it in his own style, in a way that has really caught on. There's a genuineness, an authenticity, and a uniqueness to his approach that is working and people are following and I love it so much. I'm a follower and I am honored to call him a Drew Gooder ambassador. He's here in person, it's Isaiah Garza! Hi everybody. Isaiah, there's just something so fresh and beautiful and romantic about your approach. What gave you the idea to do it the way you do it? Uh, I mean, I think it's beautiful to see things through a point of view, first of all. And obviously, I told you last time, the pandemic was 
a tough time for a lot of people. So, you know, you just want to see goodness. You want to see kindness during that time and inspire a lot of people. So I thought, you know, I might be the beacon to do it and you inspire me a lot too, so. I'm so relieved because you really are my example. And I just think <laughs> you do it in your own Isaiah way. Thank you. And I mean, how many followers do you have on TikTok now? Like seven million. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. I have two million. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you're a legend. You have no idea. But and, I uh... just, I, it makes me so happy that people are in the right place sure. when they're with you. It's like. I want when people follow someone to be that example. We all want to have fun and entertain yeah. and escape, and but to be inspired the way that you are inspiring people is so amazing. So oh. you brought uh, something here today, yes. and so I'm in your passenger seat. You're the driver. Take it away, Isaiah. Okay, guys, so I have this brown paper bag here, and it says Judy Murphy is the CEO of Kindness. So Judy Murphy is a bagel shop owner who is doing some incredible things for the community. Um, just amazing human being, guys. And uh, one thing that we thought was really, really cool is Judy actually puts up these brown paper bags inside of her bagel shop, and she puts really cool notes on them, like $10 for whatever you want in the store, or free coffee, or free bagel, and people who are going through really, really hard times could just walk up and literally, literally like redeem one for themselves when they're going through hard times. So uh, she's an amazing human being. She's such a perfect person. That's the other thing that you do, Isaiah, is we love you and the way you do it, but you bring these people into our world. Yeah. And someone like Judy and her approach, you bring it to the forefront, you're telling her story and um, Judy is actually in our audience today. So, <laughs> Judy, uh, I was wondering if you don't mind coming up, actually, onto the stage. I hope we're not catching you too off guard. We love surprises around here. Um, how did you find your style? Because this is what I made for you, and to put your unique stamp, what was it about the paper bag that gave you the idea? How did you make this such an artistic, giving, Judy-stamped approach to all of this? What was the inspiration? There were so many people in need in our community, and we just thought it was a simple way. We just, one of my, me and one of my employees came up with it, and we just started writing on bags and hanging them on the wall behind us, and customers would come in and ask about it and they'd either take a bag off the wall or they were paying it forward and they were buying bags and putting them on the wall. How do you feel like your community made all this possible? Oh, they're amazing. People, one gentleman came in and he paid for his $18 bill with a $100 bill and he said, keep oh. the change and put bags on the wall. So, That's what it's all about. And, every, and every day people are putting bags on the wall and every day people are coming in, unfortunately, and taking bags off the wall. So. Not only did you kind of come up with this poetic, beautiful, philanthropic community building idea, but now people are inspired to build on it. They bring their yeah. own bags. They just say they want to put a bag on the wall and they, we just write up the bag or sometimes they'll write up the bag and decorate it and stick it up on the wall. Okay. The bags we have in the store. Okay. And you have said that like you never know what tomorrow can bring. Right. Um, and so I was, interested in what exactly that meant for you? My dad died when I was 14. I was the youngest of four. 
and he suddenly died. He, he was a police officer and healthy, and he passed away about a week after he had gotten sick. And my mother just pulled up her bootstraps and did what she had to do, and, and you just don't know. I mean, any one of us could be in a situation where we need a bag off the wall one day. So. Thank you, Judy, I, for sharing that with us, really and truly. Not that it takes away the pain you didn't deserve to have, yeah. but I'm glad that your mother could live on to inspire you so that you could start a movement yourself. Yeah, my mom was amazing. <laughs> she really was. I just want you to look into our audience right now because guess what? Everyone has a paper bag with a message <laughs> written to you about how you've inspired us today. And that is what I'm talking about, about the poetry. You've taken this, you know, utilitarian, beautiful piece of paper. It's like you've turned it back into the tree it once was, and now it grows into something so beautiful in honor of the seed you planted. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for telling your story today. And we also know that you need to keep going and keeping this movement alive and the embers and the flames burning. So our friends at Restaurant Depot have a $5,000 gift card for you in your bag for the New York Bagel Company. So you can just continue your mission of feeding those in need and keeping a behavior and an artistic approach to taking care of one another. Thank you so much. And, you know, Isaiah, once again, thank you for always telling us these stories, Isaiah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Judy and Isaiah. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll be to play a quick game of truth or dare. You can ask me to do anything or dare me to do anything. And today we have Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Drew. Hello. Truth or dare? Dare. Oh, okay. Everybody does truth. Go for it. You are such an inspiration to all women, and I love your Instagram feed. And I dare you to take a picture with me for your Instagram feed. It would be my honor and my pleasure to take a picture with you. Maybe before we start crying. <laughs> We're gonna take a digital picture. <laughs> Kayla, would you mind taking our picture? By the way, Kayla, your outfit today is killing me. Thank you. <laughs> that is a beautiful dare. Thank you, Kristen, so much. Well, guess what, Kristen? In a few minutes, you're gonna have to check our feed because we'll be on it together.
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.